This is The Unholy Union. A podcast where you'll be subjected to highly offensive marital discourse. If you do not feel insulted during this week's episode, don't worry, we'll try harder next week. If you can relate to our ramblings, we want to be friends with you. If you believe that we take it too far or our mouths are too much for you, then with as much love and sincerity as we can muster, you can suck it. Welcome to The Unholy Union. Another presidential debate. I don't know it's why it's not a debate. debate. Right? It's not a debate. It's a cat fight. <laughs> That's kind of what it sounds like. Oh my gosh! They just go, 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 talk, talk over each other. It reminded me a lot of the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle show. Oh or, my god! Or a movie where they just you they all talk and you can understand none of them. Uh huh. It's just over top of each other, loud. One thing that they are doing that I started to notice is mute mics. So you can hear him talking on stage, but it's not being put out to the audience. Yeah. So that's a good idea. Shut up. So are they muting the mics for the TV broadcast or is it just for the audience? I think both because it's, well, their voices are quiet for us viewers. So I would think that they're being shut off. In They should shut it off completely. And yeah, because nothing gets done. It's just a... Fucking cat fight. It's a bitch fest. Oh my god. They all like to talk shit about each other and mm-hmm. then insult each other, like Nikki Haley saying, what was it, Vivek? Yeah, I get dumber. I get dumber every time you talk. I thought I did think that was kind of funny though. It was funny. She's she's got some she's got some quips to I it. Get, I get dumber every time you speak. Uh, <laughs> That's messed up. But it was a lot heavier, it feels like this time around. Like <sighs> With what could come through the noise? Yeah, a little bit. The topics were more mature, I guess you could say. Yeah, and she is in Haley had another comment. She said, based on all this budget stuff, no, I want to use that later. <laughs> Cut this part out. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, it did seem more mature. There was a lot of fentanyl talk. Yeah. And... I know what fentanyl is. I know that it destroys people. There's this almost, what do I want to say, pandemic that's happening in yeah. Philadelphia Epidemic. right now. Epidemic, maybe is right yeah. part. Right now that is having people on the streets who are either high or dying or dead. Yeah, they're dead in the middle. It's like the dark ages. There were so many bodies in the street that they didn't know what to do with them. This Philadelphia is now a sanctuary city. And is having this issue with fentanyl. And I guess I didn't realize how large of a scale it is because they were really hitting it in this debate this time that fentanyl is the largest problem of our border security. It's not just people anymore. And we always had the bad actors, right? It was like one M&M out of the bushel or whatever that analogy was. A bushel of (laughs) M&Ms. But I forget if it was Trump or somebody else who said you know, if there's one bad actor in the whole group, then you don't want to let any of them in or forget what the actual comment was. But to that point, it's now they're not just talking about the influx of people. They're talking about the drug cartels. They're talking about fentanyl specifically. It's unsustainable, period. Our stuff here is not built to just allow everyone free access right. to and from. At At what point does having an open border allow you to be a country. Mm-hmm. You're not a country at that point. Yeah, that's not to say you don't want to let anyone in, but... I, I will be honest with you. I think because of the issue that we have now, we have to turn it off for a while. I don't disagree with that. I think there needs to be a plan, though. 
Because there are people in the world who may want to come here, and if they do it legally, great. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm not saying turn off legal immigration. I'm right. I'm saying turn off the abuse of the southern and northern borders right. of just oh you crossed over okay well go to this place and get hooked up with this right it's not right it it's unsustainable for us as a country mm-hmm. and it, it it's seriously probably it's a national security issue right if they're bring if i'm not saying they're as in the immigrants because from what one of the debaters said was most of, or no, it was the moderator. I think most of the fentanyl that does come through the Southern borders though, is from American citizens, Mm -hmm. but those borders being open like that is a national security issue. We just said there's bodies in the street in in Philly because of fentanyl. So you're, you're saying that the ease of coming in and out of this country from our borders is causing thousands upon thousands of people to die. Mm-hmm. So that's a national security issue. That that's completely. You're if you shut it down, you're protecting American citizens. Right. They also kept drawing ties back to CCP, which in my head I had to spell it out: China Communist Party, to make sure I was keeping up with the conversation. But for the CCP, they're, we're talking about how China is buying up land and how they're actually part of the source for fentanyl. Yeah, and- I heard that they're trying to destabilize the U.S. It's in their best interest to right. destabilize us to make us less powerful. If we're divided, we fall. But I guess I never really put two and two together until I really started understanding who could buy land. There are companies in the Middle East that can buy American land. There's the CCP buying land in America. How does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Why do you need that? Why? How is that not a national security issue? To have a different country or a business. Buying up, and I'm talking... Thousands of acres of land. Like, you're not going to build headquarters on that thousands of acres of land. Well, I don't know. So. It's weird. It's super weird. And what do you plan on doing with that land is my point. And Justin Bizarro said it Mm -hmm. on our episode that we cannot fish their waters, but they can fish ours. Yep. And it's the same. We can't buy land over in China. Nope. You have to be a citizen. Yeah, you have to be a citizen over there. We can't. We do not have the same rights on a global scale as everybody else. As we're giving to everyone else. Exactly. Yep. And why do they, why does a Chinese national or whatever, is it? A, is that a right term for it? I don't know. Chinese national? Yeah. Like a Chinese citizen that has no intentions of being here and living here or a Chinese company why do they need land here? And another issue that they haven't talked about yet, which really does piss me off because this is a big issue for a lot of young people. I'm not, we're not classified as that anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> but, Middle age. <laughs> but real estate. So they're also buying up a lot of houses and, and apartment complexes. And apartment complexes. So they can artificially increase your housing market. rent and your housing market and your mortgages and all that because they will create the scarcity because they're buying it all up. Right. That's some bullshit. Yep. They should not have this kind of power here. They should not have this ability. Period. That's what I'm saying. Why 
Can some person that lives in China has no intention of coming here and living in a house? Why can they buy up real estate in the in a neighborhood and then jack prices up because they are? It's a conflict. Yep, one hundred percent. It's price fixing essentially. Yep. I think the biggest problem because I think you could have an argument where people are like, "Well, they're just investing their money and don't invest in here." I think the point is. If we can't do it with you, why can you do it with us? Exactly. Why so are we no, turning away? No, we don't need that. <laughs> no, I don't. And they are also strong arming our American companies, too. I believe if you are to say Tesla, for example, they went to China. But I believe because they went to China, they have to give up a lot of control. Mm-hmm. of their products right. in China. Yeah, because it, the Chinese government. But we don't do that here. Mm-hmm. We don't say, well, you got to give us your, uh, you know, we get to duplicate your product. That's fucked up. Yep, It's super messed up. China is a big ass problem and people don't like to talk about it for some reason. And well, because you can't solve it. Yeah, we're talking about the amoxicillin thing. Mm-hmm. That is insanity that we buy hundred percent of our amoxicillin from China. Right. We have why. So what you're telling me is the most common antibiotic is completely sourced from them. What if tomorrow they say, "All right, we're not sending you anymore," or they send us bad batches, or they like you know, or another COVID thing happens, except it's bacterial and they th- hold it hostage. Th- it was released from a lab in Wuhan or whatever. Don't no, no, don't get me started. <laughs> but we'll just say that. Say it's a bacterial one that can actually be fixed with antibiotics. We're and, not giving anybody any ideas here. Well, and they turn it off. Yeah. And they say, all right, we're not shipping you no more. Fuck you. Right. And then we're, what are we going to do? We're not prepared for any of this. Exactly. We're not prepared for a a real, true, huge pandemic. Globalism on a as an idea sounds great, right? To share resources and everybody does everybody favors. Like, it sounds great. It would if everybody liked each other. Exactly. If we were all just one big... Happy family. <laughs> ...country, like, there was no, like, your country, my country, whatever, then it would be fine. But that's, that is, like, picturesque, Eden-type world. It will never happen. Exactly. Cultures everybody, are different. Yes. Everybody has their place that they are a patriot of and feels like it should rule. 100%. So at no point can should we be globalists. Maybe on a small scale you can try to do some trades. Like that's probably important. Trading is fine. But to be on the point where you are dependent on someone else, especially someone who doesn't like us. Yeah, I know. We don't like them and they don't like us. It's they, crazy. They are clearly trying to destabilize this country. TikTok is a... Prime example, our feeds Came on up in the debate too. Well, our feeds on TikTok is complete garbage. Mm-hmm. But from what I've seen online, the feeds that they play in China are all educational. They like raise up the Chinese culture. Right. It it's like it's almost knowledge building mm-hmm. for for them. But for us, it's some fat lady twerking. <laughs> I'm serious, though. I'm dead serious. Like and she's doing her thing. You know, but. I'm not judging. I'm just saying the point is, though, it's different. It doesn't do anything to to p- progress us as a people. Right. It 
in my opinion, it reverses our progress. But you can say that about any social media. So this is my problem with how people are phrasing TikTok. The only, the biggest, the largest, the only problem with TikTok is it is not American-owned company. Yeah, I don't. And I, mm. I understand that there is a security aspect to that. But what do they get from you? Okay, maybe it shouldn't be on the government's phones. Okay, I can concede to that. But... People, like, you get my address, maybe you get my phone number, like, maybe you get, like, some personal information, but what good does that do them? I, ju- I guess it's more, I don't... Facebook and Twitter have it, too. Yeah, they I know. get breached every other week. What does it matter? Yeah, I don't think it matters as much as that as it is... A this de- one got me hot. I'm sorry. It, it was a divisive thing because of what they play for us versus what they play for themselves. It's clearly a propaganda thing. But is it, though, because if you think about it, their culture, their government is controlled, right? They are completely controlled in what they see, what they ingest, what they, their whole lives Correct. are controlled by the government. Ours are not. How do you so, know that? Yeah, but the TikTok is controlled by the Chinese government. Okay, but we are making what we want popular, right? You, that's, that's a big assumption you're making. Okay, so if the algorithm is what they say it is, and it's based on the popularity, Chinese people don't know to go look for X, Y, and Z because they are being controlled by the well, government. It's the Great Firewall won't allow them to see exactly. So then, Americans with all the freedom that we think we have based on this algorithm, we can look at whatever we want, but we look at garbage. I don't. I I truly don't think that it's as simple as that. I think their algorithms are swayed more towards trash. During the Republican debate, they brought up TikTok because Vivek is the only one who uses the TikTok platform out of everybody on that stage. And it's smart of him to do that because like it or not, it is a generational thing and it's popular. But then he goes on to say that social media, no one under 16 should be allowed to use it. Does that make him hypocritical? He's above 16. I agree. But he's talking about the safety of it for children. Yeah, I don't know. So to use a social media platform, does that make him a hypocrite? I don't know. He's an adult. I think I would ask more so is if his kids use it, mm. that are, if they're under 16. Does anybody that he, is, is anybody in his circle under 16 using it? Then maybe. I don't understand why the government feels like, or why people like him feel the need to control people if you want to use tiktok then i'm a parent i will either allow my kid to use it or disallow it it's not the u.s yeah it's not the u.s government to say oh your kid's under 16 they can't fucking get on tiktok because there's a lot of repercussions to that how do they track that Mm -hmm. what are they going to have to put something on your devices that confirms or would tiktok do that probably but are they going to have some kind of biometric system that links your fingerprint to your social so they know how old you are? No, it would just be a checkbox. I you, certify you that I'm think? 16. But other social media platforms had that. I'm trying to think if my, I think it was MySpace <laughs> back in the day said, are you 13? And you had to check it. One of them but did it, that. But it wouldn't prevent you from creating that isn't going to prevent an under 16 year old from creating an account oh i understand that but but that's what i'm saying to enforce something like this it has to be invasive it wouldn't be enforceable is what you're saying it could be but it'd have to be very invasive Mm -hmm. and that 
That that's a no go to me. I don't see why him using TikTok is a bad thing. I I personally don't. I don't either. I don't like his. But based on what on he it, said, yeah, like, no. does that make him a hypocrite? I don't know. I it's kind of weird. He says under sixteen, but then in that same breath, he said we need to be speaking to the younger generation. I'm like, but you're just talking about banning the younger generation from fucking right. How do you get to them then? Exactly. I don't understand. How do you do that if you're going to ban under 16-year-olds? Because these 16-year-olds, aren't they going to be... Well, they'll be pretty damn close to voting. In two years? Yeah. yeah. I guess it's next year, isn't it? 2024 is the presidential. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Two years away from voting age. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense that he says no one under 16 should use it. And I don't think it's just TikTok. I think it was social media in general for him. Oh, I thought it was just specific to TikTok, but I could have maybe he. I don't know. Maybe social. Media. I could be wrong too. They were all talking over each other. Yeah, they were jumping down his throat on that one. They were ganging up on him. That's because he's popular. Yeah, I think so. He's a little bit of a more polished Trump. I think he's trying. I think that's what he's trying to be. He is a. He's a businessman. An outsider, he uses all the same terms that Trump used, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's he's very I'm an outsider, yeah, an entrepreneur. You can tell he's from the business world. He's not very political like them, meaning like the games they play. Yeah, I can't fucking see. Mm. See, speaking of games, is um Mike Pence again? <laughs> I was listening oh. to one of those commentary videos of the. Debate and the commenter said, uh, commentator said, Mike Pence is where charisma goes to die. I laughed oh, so hard. It is, it's so weird. He's such a strange person. If lizard people were real, he's one of them. A hundred percent. Because I don't know, it's something about the way he carries himself. He's very fake. Yeah. He's very, it's super fraudulent. And he, <laughs> on the mic always I'm, takes a deep breath i'm like dude stop back up yeah back up or something or take that deep breath or you're getting ready to get called on <laughs> well and then chris christie like i'm not a fan and i'm just not but i don't like him either one of the things he said that actually started clicking things together for me a little bit he said that regarding russia and the ukrainian war what putin is doing right now is getting the band back together and it hit home like oh he's saying chris christie is saying that the next world war is being staged right now because you have russia you have china you have uh, north korea and now you have iran like those four are gearing up to be the next right the next i don't uh, i don't think so what did they call them the axis or something like yeah that, but the, but the Russians were on our side in World War Two. I know, I think but China was yeah, China was too because they were getting destroyed by Japan. Right. And I think what he was really alluding to because they were talking about the Soviet Union and Putin said the saddest day in history in nineteen ninety one or whatever was the when the Soviet Union fell. Right. So I think he meant that he's trying to build back the Soviet Union, but the way he said it, I was like, if you think about it. There are four countries that are banding together right now. And what does that sound like historically? It doesn't sound like anything. It sounds like countries that are looking out for their best interests. 
we are band together with NATO and all that shit. But I don't know. If you think you, of it just on be- this large scale, like <laughs> you have these four countries coming together and they're talking about if Ukraine falls, the next is Taiwan. And if Taiwan falls, next is, you know. They're fear mongering you. I understand, but it's clicking pieces together. Yeah, but are, so we're allowed to have allies in Taiwan or Ukraine, but they can't have allies with each other. It doesn't make fucking sense. They of can, course, but of they're course. doing these invasions is the thing. Like, they are actually progressing on a plan. Do and- you think if Mexico turned into a Chinese ally, like buddy-buddy, loved each other, do you think we wouldn't invade? I don't think we would invade, no. I yes, think, you do. I think it would be... A- no, I don't. And chi- if Chinese, if the Chinese brought troops into Mexico, you don't think we would fight? They actually said during the debate that the Chinese are actually funding South American countries and building their armies. Right. So, to that point, do I think we would invade? No. I think what would happen is a standoff, like Cuban mu- Missile Crisis. Let's see what happens. You don't think we would go down there if they started moving missiles and things like that into Mexico right there? What happened in the Cuban Missile Crisis? They moved missiles to Cuba. I know, but the point I'm trying to make here is that's what we were trying to do to Ukraine. We're trying to move a bunch of militarized stuff in there. So you're saying we started it? I'm just, no, I'm saying you have to look at it in their perspective too. Why would you want your enemy... To be your neighbor, if you can help it. Why would you want NATO? Why would you want Ukraine to become NATO when they're your neighbor? Because then they're going to start posting. We are going to start posting up ballistic missiles, anti-air stuff. We're, and then we're right fucking there. We could launch an invasion on them. Of course, they're going to look out for their best they, interests. Even if they take Ukraine. Then they're right next to Poland. Poland is in NATO, I believe. Okay, but they're just trying to create a buffer. I get it. I'm not saying what they're doing is right. War is fucking bullshit. But what I'm saying is we don't have to blow all of our American money on this thing that's going on over there when we have a clear crisis going on here. I agree with that, but I think you're missing my point. In all of history, when you look at World War One and World War II, how it's set up, right? Every single war that is a large scale like that is set up with countries banding together and one country making a move. That is what is happening. I can understand that they are the media and they fear monger and all that. But at the same point, like if you look back in history, this has been the setup forever. Yeah, but why aren't we considered setting up is what I'm confused about. You mean because NATO tried to move missiles into Ukraine? Exactly. I can see what you're saying. I'm not saying that they specifically tried, but I'm 99% sure that NATO is was trying to absorb Ukraine and, and welcome them into NATO, which and I, get I believe obviously Russia would not like that. I understand, but... To not see the pattern. Like, I didn't see it until Chris Christie said that. And I'm starting to see the pattern of what every world war has led up to. Think about Germany when it invaded um, Austria. It was Austria first. They started with Austria first. And then they kept going into Europe. I thought it was Poland. No, I'm pretty sure it was Austria first. 
<laughs> we're gonna fact check this. Um, okay, you were right. In World War II, Germany invaded Poland first. Okay. Wasn't Hitler Austrian? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. He was also Jewish. Born, raised Jewish. Don't think he was practicing. Anyways, Germany invades Poland. That's what initiated it for everyone. And everybody tried to be like, Just, let's see what happens. And then he takes more land. Then he takes more. Then he invades others. And all of a sudden, he's in France. So the idea that this is setting a stage, I can see it. I can see the pattern. I don't know. I The problem with all this stuff is we are always getting involved in shit when we don't have the money to get involved in shit. And we clearly have an epidemic here. I agree. That we should be spending billions upon billions of dollars on. I agree. But do you see the pattern? No, I don't. Because it's just... Countries are always going to look after themselves. It's just the way it is. You look after yourself. Blah, 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 blah. You look after the family. That's what people do. They want to protect themselves. If them wanting a buffer between them and NATO, then I'm not justifying it. I don't like it. But do you blame them? I don't know that I blame them based on this conversation that we're having right now because of the way NATO was trying to set up Ukraine. But at the same time, the pattern is there. I can't ignore it. I will be curious to see how everything plays out. I hope I'm wrong. I just, with all the wars that we've been involved in our lifetime, <laughs> I'm having... It, Fucking it, millennials, we've been through so much. It's more and more becoming we might not be the good guys anymore. Because we, we can't mind our own business. We would drone strike random places in the Middle East for no fucking reason. There was an American citizen over there. I'm not saying this dude was a good guy, but they drone drone struck. <laughs> is that it? Struck is a real <laughs> word, yeah. They did that. They did a drone strike. Yeah, on him, killed him without due process because he was over there. I'm like, that's not really right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even think... I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he was actively fighting us either, like in that moment that he got hit. So obviously... Well, if, he may have been on the hit list, though. I know, but he's an American citizen. I don't know how I feel about it. Because he's... Does due process exist or not? When you're on American soil. But you're still a citizen. So if you travel to the Middle East, you... And they say, eh, I don't like her. I don't want her to come back. And they drone strike you. What are you going to do? What's the international law? <laughs> do you think, I don't know. Do you think we care about that when we just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My issue, though, is we've been sticking our nose in things, not doing what's right, in my opinion, and it's biting us in the ass. Continuously. Why do you think the world really doesn't... They're not very fond of us anymore. If we would just mind our own business, people wouldn't care. Right. To an extent. But now we just got to stick our nose in everything. Yep. And I think that our ideas on globalism have infected this country to the point where we are most, a lot of people are no longer patriots. They are globalists. And they want us to be involved. We are, we're the caretakers of the world. No, we're not. They don't want us there. We can't even take care of ourselves. That's the problem. And one of the things that Haley said, 
She said that if the Congress can't pass a budget, then no budget, no pay for Congress. I was like, yeah. I like that. I'm yes, pretty girl. sure they're exempt from the furloughs and all that stuff that the comes government from. government shutdown. Yeah, they, don't, they still get paid. We live in an area that's, we're in Tampa, so the McDill Air Force is right next to us. We live in an area where people work there and they would not get paid if the government shut down. No, they wouldn't. But it didn't. But again, this whole idea of what is going on at home, like to me, this idea of budget is bullshit. I yeah. don't fucking understand why they make such a big deal out of this. Other than people aren't going to get paid, but it's not the right people. The military should always get paid. It's rules for thee, but not for me. Exactly. 100%. I am livid with all this. Like they keep saying, it's the clock and it's going to shut down. And then. No, this is bullshit. Yeah, you guys... You're creating a crisis for what? Uh, exactly. They're, they're probably div- trying to divert our attention from something else. They're spending. And the su- southern border is a big fucking deal right now. Mm-hmm. I think last month or this month, it was the most crossings ever in one month. Something like that. I can't remember. And... I get people wanting to come here for a better life and stuff, but there's a process. Mm -hmm. We have to follow it or we are no longer a country. With this whole budget thing, the government has averted a shutdown. It's not going to happen. They passed a spending bill again. My my problem is, in the article that I read, you could tell it was very left-leaning, that they said the Democrats were able to get it done. The Republicans backed down on, on all of the spending cuts. And it's like, why did they back down? And in my head, I'm thinking, because of the upcoming election. They don't want to be cast in a bad light. Yeah. So fine, let the Democrats have this budget spending. And when the elections come around, hopefully people will vote Republican. But at the same time, like, you're not doing your fucking job then. They're not. None of them are. Right. How do if they- you're not fighting for us to cut costs where we are trillions upon trillions of dollars in debt, how does makes no sense. How does a person like Nancy Pelosi, who makes she makes six figures as the Yeah, I think it was like two hundred and thirty six. Yeah, two hundred and thirty six thousand a year. How does her net worth balloon to a hundred and thirty million? Right. As a public servant for her entire life. You're getting that money under the table, baby. Well, when you're allowed as a congressman or congresswoman to invest in companies like a Tesla. And then you decide, oh, we're going to pass tax cuts for Teslas. What is that going to fucking do to a Tesla stock? Mm-hmm. It's going to explode Tesla stocks. Manipulating the market. Yeah, but it's legal because she's in Congress. Yep. That's a bunch of crap. If you and I did that. We would be considered manipulating the market. It would be, be insider in trading. Yep. And we would go to prison and get fined and all that shit. Yep. We would be in, what is the maximum security? Yeah, I'd be white collar. I play pool all day. <laughs> You're just saying that based on suits. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the idea of the media. I mean, we've said this millions of times now that they are just sensationalist and cannot be trusted. But listen to this headline. I just want you to hear it. I want you to tell me what you thought it was because I'm I can't decide if I was just tired and read it wrong or if they're just being stupid. Okay, so it's from the Miami Herald. And the headline is, Dwarf-like creature 
found inside hotel near Burundi turns out to be new species. What does that sound like to you? A midget? A fucking, um, a hobbit? It's probably Frodo or something. Okay, so I don't feel stupid. (laughs) What? It ended up being dwarf, and it had, like, little, like, a single quotation around them. The word dwarf and, like, creature, and it ended up being a newt. (laughs) How the fuck does that, how does that even relate? Dwarf, I'm telling you, I'm feeling like a dwarf is like a humanoid type right. thing. Right, but no, they use that phrase, I guess, for a specific type of newts, little lizards. Why don't you stop confusing people? Like, what the fuck? So newts identify as humans? I don't know, but you read headlines like that, and that's not a great example, I'm sure, but it was just one that stuck out, and I'm reading it. I'm like, am I an idiot? No, because like, I... I would have thought maybe it was like a small monkey or something. Right. You would think that it was something humanoid or in Frodo Baggins. The homo sapien, not sapien, homo genius or whatever it's called. Help. (laughs) We're getting real technical here. Okay. So I feel better. Thank you. But again, the idea of the media is just bolstering and being total hyperbole. It's stupid. It's, It's divisive. And I'd like to know who owns most of the media companies. Exactly. Some good news in all of this. Okay. The writer's strike is now over. I saw that. Woohoo! Three cheers. TV's going to be even more trash. Wait for this. Now we're waiting for the actor's strike, SAG, to end. I'll go act. (laughs) I'm not part of none of that. They went on strike with the writers. Theirs hasn't ended just yet. I've been watching, I've actually just finished watching Stranger Things. I know I'm late to the party, but they, as in the writers for Stranger Things, says the strike for SAG, the actors, needs to hurry up, or season five is going to be all CGI. They were joking, but they actually put out a tiny little clip of one of the actors as CGI. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, this is where we're going. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we're going. I showed you that video, right? The AI clip yeah, where yeah, it, yeah. It, it pulled the description of a character and then generated it. Generated an image of what it thought it would look like based on that description. And you said in the book. it was accurate. It was better than the actors, in my opinion. From the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think he's entirely joking. Somebody should do the, I know, I think somebody should do the Twilight movies. I actually had that thought. It was a shower thought this morning. Because I think a lot of people said that the Twilight movies characters were awful. Yeah. They were (laughs) so wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actors were supposed to look one way, look more like what the books describe, but it was way off. Right. Kristen Stewart was not at mouth open the whole fucking time. I can't. I want to know how many bugs she ate during filming that, (laughs) that movie. I can't. But to that point, so AI, obviously, we know is becoming more and more powerful. Like, I think that may be something that happens. If they can't cast someone the way they want, maybe they become just the voice actor and they create an AI image. You've got AI that can do voices and stuff now. Oh, God. Supposedly, Spotify, they, for podcasts, they're doing AI generated transcripts, but they're also testing a feature that allows your podcast to be translated with your voice in another language. 
So this podcast could be translated into Spanish and it could still sound like us. Weird. I don't like that. I don't know how I feel about that. But again, the idea that AI can take your voice and use it and generate it and for anything. Yeah. Oh God. It's weird. And that's the other thing too, is since they're gonna use your content to generate this stuff, don't they owe you money? I don't know. I guess you would still be on the Spotify platform, so no matter who uses it or who listens to your voice in whatever language, it's still your yeah, podcast. But no, I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about how they're building these large language models. I think George R. R. Martin is suing OpenAI for using his work. Interesting. Which I think is valid, because if you're training your product on with my product... You need to compensate me. That's just the way it is. I don't disagree with that, but I mean, him and a group of other authors. I can't remember all the names, but it was big name people. It wasn't like schmucks. It was, it was like, golly. But if you think about it, AI is connected to the internet, so it can get anything, right? I, I know, but how if I wrote a book, you can't profit off of my book. And that's what they're, that's, I think that's their stance. You developed your product with my product. To an extent, though, right? Because you're putting your product out there, and if it consumes For purchase. Right, and if it consumes it and And then uses it as its, I want to say, foundation or in its code, I don't know how I feel about that. No, I, I think that it's a valid way to sue somebody. What if somebody takes our podcast right now and... They sell it, I guess and then they I, make millions of, I mean, OpenAI is worth billions, but they make billions off of our podcast. I'm, obviously, it's a terrible example because we are schmucks, <laughs> but. No, but I get what you're saying, but to me, think of, a, I don't know, like a free image thing, right? So AI is connected to everything, everywhere. They just opened it up, so it's not just up until a certain point, right? Yeah. So they, it's connected to everything everywhere. If it could find an All image. At once. Eh, good job. It's a really good movie. But the if it could find an image, let's say of a specific actor that's out there and they use it in AI, it's connected to the internet. It's not there's no copyright infringement on that. There's no... That's not true. I don't know. I'm struggling with this because... You, you can't... Uh, an if NFL, it is the internet... <laughs> an NFL broadcast. Well, if, You're not allowed to distribute it. If AI is the internet... It's it not the whole internet. steal <laughs> from the internet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm struggling with that thought. No, I, I, if I make something and somebody then uses my exact... <coughs> help my exact product to then make billions. I want that piece. Okay, so George R. R. Martin, he made a product, he's selling it. Okay, I get that. That makes sense. But I guess I'm thinking of Internet of Things, right? So if AI is the internet, is it wrong for it to use what's out there? I think it's wrong. I don't necessarily... I think it's wrong... If it's monetized. For open AI. Yeah, and it is. You can pay $20 a month for chat GPT-4. But I think it's a problem if you don't get permission to use somebody's product. 
before you train your AI model on that product. Okay, maybe. I'm trying to get there, but how big this is, is breaking my brain. Like AI oh, breaks huge. my brain. Yeah. it's. I, I don't get it. It's nuts. <laughs> but you also mentioned that an AI uh, CEO is gaining so much power and people yeah, are- Yeah, Sam Altman. Right. Altman, he, Altman, whatever. Yeah. People are like, oh my God, can't believe he's so yes. powerful. I think it was a Forbes article. It said, Sam Altman can't believe how powerful he's he has become. I'm like, he's a, he fucking sits on the toilet like everybody else. He ain't powerful. As long as he has the kill switch to the AI, maybe he's powerful. But <laughs> Unplug the AI. <laughs> I think they would have done that in Terminator if they could. I don't know. I just, I hate the idolization of people. I agree. It makes me, it really does make me cringe and it makes me very sick to my stomach because it is, he's not powerful. Just because he is the CEO of OpenAI, you think he's powerful? Right. Okay. But again, as if he has... The kill switch, maybe that's what they're talking about. Maybe, I don't know. You don't think there's competitors out there that have a kill switch to something different or what? I don't know. It's dumb. Whatever. To end the podcast on a more positive note, let's talk about something stupid as shit. <laughs> Waste of time and money if you're if you want to spend money on it. But it's a new mobile game called Monster Hunter Now. It's by the same devs of Pokemon Go. Time sink. It is so fun though. <laughs> oh my goodness. So is it walk around like Yeah, it's it's an alternate reality game where essentially there's an overlay Google Maps, but then there's monsters, like giant ass monsters on the map that you fight. I don't know why it to me it's better than Pokemon Go because it's less about the collecting aspect. Mm -hmm. And I guess you feel less like you have to turn it on if you go anywhere because you're going to find monsters everywhere. And the other cool thing is they actually show where the monsters are on the map so you can walk to it. I remember okay. you remember Pokemon Go. They just randomly pop up. Yeah, that sucked. I hated that. But this is cool because another feature is the ecosystem you're in changes over time. So you could have a desert which certain monsters spawn in the desert and then you could have the swamp. But is there a collection aspect to it? Like, do you want to collect all the monsters or beat all the monsters well, you, or whatever you are doing? So to make your character more powerful, you kill the monsters and then you collect their parts to make new armor. Sexy. So like scales, you make new armor out of the certain monster scales and then you progress that way. But it's just, I don't know, it feels less like, oh, I got to turn this on because there might be a different Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know. It, I like it. And it's more... I don't know. It's more interactive to me. Like gym battles in Pokemon. You smash the screen and that's <laughs> it. This one, you actually have to time your attack so you don't get hit by them. Because if you get hit by them, you get jacked up. I like it. <laughs> I downloaded it on your phone and you still haven't opened no, it. No, I have not. I'm I just st I don't have time. Okay? You do. You do. I don't. You sit there and read the on the Kindle that I bought you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I like it a lot. I have totally shelved Pokemon Go for this. And since we said that I was going to read again, I have read two books. I'm on the third now. Yeah. And so. how do you like that Kindle? It's the Kindle pa Paperwhite? Yeah, the new one. It's nice. Is it better on your eyes than a cell phone? 
It does have um, nightlight and it is backlit. But it's yellow. So it doesn't it doesn't have that blue light in it like a right. cell phone that's Well, you can turn nightlight on your cell phone too. But... I know, but it's different, isn't it? No. <laughs> so why what's the purpose? I guess it more gives the environment of a book in a way, like the paper white. No, um... I think it's better for your eyes. I, there's something about it. it. There's no blue light at all, I think. But you can turn nightlight on your computer, you could turn it on your Yeah, but that's Phone. Still glaring. I don't know. It's. I think the lights are aren't blaring into your eyes either. It comes from around the screen and into the screen. Huh. I think. You're just so smart. I am not. I will not play Monster Hunter. You're going to. Will not. Yeah, you're going to be. I'm going to keep reading. No. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unholy Union podcast. For more Unholy Union content, check out our social media at Unholy Union Cast on Instagram and Twitter. We also have Facebook and TikTok. Want to support the podcast? Rock some merch. Check out our merchandise store on our site at unholyunionpodcast.com. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to have you back next week. It's what you do with things you love.